Hi, you're listening to Cool Chats, the Cool Choir podcast, profiling the personal lives of our members across Calgary, Western Canada. You can find more information on Cool Choir by visiting coolchoir.com or at our public Facebook page by searching Cool Choir. Thanks for listening. Hello everybody. Well, it's the final week of our winter trimester 2021 and also the final episode of season two of the Cool Chats podcast. But I am delighted today to be sitting down with another longtime Cool Choir member and supporter. Uh, This effervescent dancing energy ball has been a fixture on our front row since day one. She's a heart, has a heart of gold, And, you know, she would move the world to help anybody in the community, whether at rehearsals, performances or events, and has a surprisingly indulgent passion for choir singing. It gives me great pleasure to welcome to today's podcast, the lovely Pam Ostick. Hi, Pam. How are you doing? Hi, Jamie. Thanks very much for asking me to do the podcast. I'm just tickled about this. (laughs) How was that for an introduction, Pam? (laughs) That was awesome. Gee, my goodness, you do this so well. <laughs> uh, I try. You know, I have so many different personalities in the po- in the uh, in the pod. Well, in the podcast, in the choir, um, and everybody brings something very unique and very, very, very special. And um, you are definitely, and as I said in my introduction, you are definitely one of our front row brigade. I've always remembered and thought of you as, you know, you've been one of those people who you've, you know, you always love to to be on the front row of our you know rehearsals and our performances and there's a good reason for that because of course you Pam are somebody who actually has sung and still sings in multiple choirs so you're definitely not shy when it comes to to, to, to putting yourself out there and putting yourself forward with all the singing. <laughs> <laughs> well I sure enjoy it that's for sure and uh, um, I always I don't think I can sing without smiling so I really enjoy um, also seeing you smile and being able to to always see the director is important for me because uh, I'm so small, I, like I'm short. And when I can't see the director, sometimes that really interferes with my singing. So being able to see you and see you smile is is part of the passion and part of the reward of singing. So. Well, I think you're talking about smiling. Uh, I mean, for me, like I said in my introduction there, you are a, I described you as an effervescent ball of energy. I mean, not only do you smile, um, but you actually, you really, really, you like, you feel the music and you, I see you dancing through the music as well, which is something that not not everybody has the confidence to do, but um, I just love how you throw yourself right into it all. Well, thanks, Jamie. Um, I find that I wouldn't be able to sing without moving. Um, I'm not, I've never really sang in a church choir uh, exactly. It's always been um, in a, uh, a church choir, I find they're not really encouraged to move as much and they're usually holding music. Whereas with the singing that I've always done, the music is memorized. Um, that just comes with part of the wonderful process and the wonderful enjoyment. And I think it elicits, elicits movement for most people. And so, yeah, if I have to uh, stand still, I find that it almost inhibits my singing. So smiling and movement are just part of what I do. Um, luckily, I don't dance across the front of, of the, the chorus uh, or the choir. So um, I, I still stay in my spot, but 
<laughs> but if we were allowed to dance, Jamie, boy, oh boy, look out. <laughs> I've seen you on those Zoom calls. And I have to say, I think my uh, my my favourite moment was watching you dance to the some 70s track that we did because you, I mean, it's like, you know, it's like you knew exactly what to do with your arms and your legs and <laughs> you had the movements going. So um, I think you are a bit of a, um, a 70s closet case. Should I say that? <laughs> Well, I'm definitely a closet case, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're all a closet case, Pam. <laughs> Let's not go there. <laughs> or should I have said a basket case? That's probably closer. <laughs> well, you know, all the best people are, as my long-suffering assistant Tina tells me, all the best people are crazy. Remember that. <laughs> yes. Well, then I fit right in. And you were talking about other church choirs and such, because as I was saying at the beginning that you, you know, you are somebody who has actually, um, I don't know how many, I, I often, my mind boggles as to how many choirs, first of all, how many choirs you uh, sing in currently or even in the past, but mainly how you actually are able to memorize and take part in all these different choirs. It must be a mind maze for you. Well, uh, talking ab about uh, memorizing and uh, the lyrics, that I think is something that engages the mind. And hopefully that will be something that I will benefit for in my senior years. Um, music is so good for so many reasons, breath control, health, emotional, psychological health, but also the actual memorizing and the process of music uh, triggers several of the brain centers, as you already know. Um, I love that article once that you posted about the effects on the brain and how it benefits. So that's one of the reasons that um, I think it's very beneficial. Um, as far as singing, I have sung with uh, the first choir that I officially was able to sing with um, and sing well, because uh, just to go back a bit, as far as my history of singing, I've always loved to sing and dance ever since I was little. Um, my mom has pictures of me in diapers. And of course this was when I was little, no, no time soon. <laughs> I haven't worn diapers for a long time. Good to know. However, <laughs> as a little girl, when I was a toddler and in diapers, um, my mom has uh, pictures of me dancing and singing up against the old radio that they used to have. However, I did not sing well. <laughs> My mom said, boy, you sure enjoy it. If, you know, um, it doesn't matter if you've got the right notes or whatever, you sure enjoy it. So I've always really loved to sing and dance. Um, luckily, I'm able to dance. I've got natural rhythm, but I did not necessarily have a natural uh, ear for music. Um, my mom did and one of my sisters and my sisters do, but uh, at least in my opinion, but for me, I didn't. So when I finally was able to sing um, with a formal choir or chorus was with Sweet Adelines. And I've been with them for over 25 years. Uh, and with Sweet Adelines, you sing a cappella, which means unaccompanied. And so it's very, and it's four part harmony. So you very much need to be able to hear the other parts and hold your own part. And I've been lucky that over 25 years, um, they are have been able to teach singing and quality singing and they've tuned my ear. So luckily, I'm uh, much better at it these days, but I'm not a solo singer. I am most definitely what I call a herd singer. I sing in a herd. I like 
the group. <laughs> we all have to find our place in the choir where we, you know, where we feel comfortable. And it's interesting that you mentioned the Sweet Adelines because for people out there listening, they may or may not be familiar with the Sweet Adelines Network, which actually um, is a very established international network. And I wonder whether you might be able to uh, teach us a little bit about the Sweet Adelines. Uh, sorry if I'm putting you on the spot here. <laughs> Uh, no, that's great. You are correct. It is international. It's in um, uh, some of the really specific places would be it originated in the States in the 1930s. And so it is 70 over 75 years old. Um, it is not only in North America, but it's also in Europe and it's in Japan. Um, so it is international. It is the female version of Barbershop. And so it is four-part a cappella harmony. And uh, we have so much fun, probably more fun than, than we're supposed to. And uh, every year there is a international competition where uh, all courses who have won, let's say their regions competition can come and compete and uh, enjoy each other because there's also like a conference as well. Uh, Every region in the world has a competition. And then those that win that competition, not only in a chorus, which can vary from 16 members to 160 members, um, they compete. And then there's also quartets that compete at the same conferences and at the same uh, competitions. And of course, a quartet is four uh, individuals that sing um, the four parts and the four parts start low at the bass. And then you've got the tenors, which are the high part. And then you've got the leads, which is what I am. We sing the melody. And then you've got the baritones that get all those really neat, funky notes in between. They're very similar um, to, they're, they're in between the bass and the lead. So those are the four parts. And that's a little bit of, uh, Sweet Adelines in a nutshell. Um, uh, like I said, they not only just sing regular songs, but it's very, very high in the education department as far as singing. So it's that's one thing that just goes a bit of a step up above and beyond is that not only do you get to enjoy learning music and singing music and the friendship and the camaraderie because it's totally inclusive. Um, uh, anybody can do it. Uh, the Sweet Adelines is more from the female aspect, whereas the male barbershop, of course, is the, the male component. But both of, of the barbershops uh, incorporation is very inclusive, very high in education, um, which is beneficial, like I had mentioned for me. And uh, so it's, it's a wonderful organization. We don't sing um, the old barbershop tunes with the old barbershop pole and, and the boater hats anymore. Um, everything is pretty much included and in how it's arranged. Obviously, this is kind of a cappella base. Well, it is it is all a cappella. And in fact, in fact there are um, a couple of these Sweet Adeline, or there's two or three of these Sweet Adeline choirs um, in Calgary. So there's the one that you sing in. Is it Rhythm of the Rockies, Pam? Uh, no, um, the most original and the one that's been around the longest in Calgary is called the Chinook Winds Chorus. Right. Yes, and then 
uh, Alberta Gold is the next one, which is the chorus I'm in. And then Rhythm of the Rockies is also a wonderful chorus. And then the most, the newest one, which is not new by any means, it's probably been around about 10 years, if uh, I'm, I, I would guess. And that is called Vocal Motion. So in, um, in fact, there's four in Calgary, which is a very large number, um, considering it's one city, whereas a lot of other cities will have maybe one or two at the most. And we have four. So we are extremely beneficial uh, as far as uh, and profound participation in Sweet Adelines in Calgary. And each chorus has their own personality, which is absolutely wonderful because there's a Sweet Adeline chorus out there for everybody, um, all the way from very uh, driven and competitive to more like uh, a course like ours where yes, we compete and we do excel as best as we can in our music, but we also have um, a huge um, amount of fun and we really enjoy being in the community singing. Um, all the courses are like that, but we're probably um, the least maybe intense or least competitive uh, gold. Um, and I think as you, as you say, you know, we were talking about earlier about finding your place in the choir. And I also believe that on a, in the grander scale that every choir has um, a place in the world of choirs. Um, I mean, obviously what you're describing is completely the opposite end to what, you know, we offer with Cool Choir, for example, which I think is very much aimed at, uh, I mean, dare I say this, aimed at sort of people who, who just love to sing, who people who sing in the shower, who sing in the car, people who have been told not to sing, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. Um, you know, and I think that probably, I could be mistaken, but I feel like for, for, for the Cool Choir members listening to this podcast, they're probably listening to you talk about a cappella singing and they're probably thinking, oh god no you know because perhaps they feel a little bit exposed what i try to do with some of the choir arrangements that through cool choir is that there will be um it doesn't happen too often but i must start doing a bit more of it is that there'll be moments of a song where you know we maybe will open the song a cappella or we'll close the song a cappella or there might be a, a sort of a section in the middle where lots of the instruments cut out and there's maybe just a drum maybe just some drums and just the choir singing in harmony and that's probably about the closest we've come to any sort of real a cappella singing I have to say um I just think that some people just um are feel a little bit um uncomfortable at this particular level um and I'm proud of the fact of what we've been able to achieve uh, achieve with with the comfort of I suppose what we do is we offer <clears throat> the comfort of like teaching a child how to ride a bike, but with the stabilizers, you know, kind of we, we you know, the track becomes sort of the stabilizers just to um, have something for people to cotton on to musically uh, and keep them in time. And, and it also makes life a little bit easier for me because sometimes I feel as a director, as a conductor, I've got enough to do trying to cue people to come in you know at the right time um if i also had to wave my arms around and keep them all musically together in time as well um i think that would be quite a challenge for me so it does help me significantly as well um i know at times it can feel a little bit robotic should i say um but i think um we still the overall impact and the effect the epicness of it all um i think is what people take away from this <laughs> you know what i'm glad you mentioned that because that was the next point i was going to make is that if 
if people hear how much, let's say I'm getting out of Sweet Adelines, for instance, they'll say, well, so why, what are you getting from Cool Choir? And everything you have just said is exactly what I was looking for. Um, yes, it's very good to, to get the education and to uh, be very um, uh, specific about your music and uh, make sure it's, it's always, you know, yeah, note perfect, letter, uh, you know, word perfect. When I came to Cool Choir, that helped to meet my other needs, which was, although I have fun with Sweet Adelines, the singing with Cool Choir is absolutely uninhibiting. It's joyous. It is lifting. It, it just lifts everything. It is fun without any of the pressure. I adore, absolutely adore Cool Choir, which is probably why I've been here pretty much almost from the beginning, is that first of all, I love the music you select. Oh my gosh, you, you nail it every time. I don't think there's a song that you couldn't make live or breathe. And I hate to say this, but one of the examples was Hey Jude. Excuse me, but I hated Hey Jude because it went on for 30 minutes of na, 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 na. You turned that song around for me. Oh my gosh. And every song you do breathes life into that song. And that's what Cool Choir does, is it breathes life into music for everyone. If I had not found Sweet Adelines, I would have probably not sung. And Cool Choir would have been the exact place for me. It is the exact place for anybody who loves to even hum or tap their toe. They can sing and enjoy the camaraderie of 300 plus people the power of the music on the stage. Well, I'm just, I'm getting goosebumps right now just thinking about it. And having you as the director just is the icing on the cake. You, I've told you before that if music could be epitomized in the human form, there would be you. You are the picture of the human form of music. You can do it all. You bring it and exude it to everybody. The way you direct is fun. Um, you really do make it user-friendly for everybody. Um, there's nobody that in this world that wouldn't enjoy Cool Choir. And talking about Cool Choir in this world, you started in England doing this and you've left a wonderful wake of music internationally. Have you not? Oh, I'm, I'm just, I'm welling up here. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm glad the camera's not on because I'm, I'm glad. well, thank you so, so, so much. I, I, I don't know how to respond to that. How could I possibly respond? And, I, and it, it means so much, especially coming from somebody who has had a lot of choir experience, different types of choirs. And I, and I was going to say to you that I feel very humbled um, and it's the biggest compliment that somebody, you know, such as yourself who goes and sings in what I would consider quite a high level technical choir can come along and sing with me in my choir um, which you know I intentionally make non-technical um, but still get that level of enjoyment out of it I mean I just find that very very humbling and I'm it, it's the greatest compliment in the world so thank you so much. <laughs> well you are so welcome and you do deserve it and um, and you know what I've got at least 300 people that think the same. <laughs> so I am not a rare unicorn in this, uh, in this opinion. 
you and you know that's the other thing is with cool choir you know the name and the information and personality of every single person and i once again if when cool choir my cool choir family is listening to this they will be nodding their heads saying oh my gosh this man knows everybody's name he is able to speak and identify with all of them and actually knows that their their personalities so once again you go above and beyond and that's one of the welcoming things about the cool choir that you've established is that it really is a family and you know and invest yourself not just in the music but in every single member of your cool choir family and that's what people can get out of this um they, it meets all of their needs so I, I just i wouldn't give up cool choir and the other good thing is that you were mentioning about how it's not um uh, as uh, stressful or that it doesn't uh, inflict as much uh, uh, stress on a person's life because you we learn five or six songs but it's over 10 weeks so people can come and go if they uh, find that their particular part of their year they can't sing that time and they can't fit it in their life they can always come back and that leaves the option so wide open it's so stress-free I absolutely love Cool Choir. Um, and you know what? Even though Zoom has uh, really affected our in-person singing, which everybody is feeling the pull on, I think the kind of catchphrase of this last year or so has been, well, at least there's Zoom. <laughs> well, at least there's Zoom. And now with us doing some visual, uh, virtual uh, singing projects, um, that helps as far as coming together and learning the music and then with our zoom rehearsals we get a chance to see each other and be goofy so it's not the same but at least it's what we've got so i mean i mean i obviously have to look at the positive side of everything and i think one of the good things about zoom is that it has actually um it's kind of allowed this is a quite ironic thing really but it's allowed us in some ways a slightly more personal interaction because now everybody can see each other and they can see each other's names and the number of times people have said to me oh you know can we get name tags at rehearsal and i've sort of said well you know you can but it's not something i want to be responsible for you know maintaining long term because trying to keep name tags and trying to people to you know to identify people by their names and and the the upkeep of those name tags is is one of the only elements of running a choir that i've never ever been able to master i mean i've kind of overcome other challenges but that is something that i just so i yeah but with the zoom obviously you can see each other on the screen you can see people's names but the other thing about zoom is that it's also um in some respects i do see a place for it um you know on the odd occasion throughout the year for example if i'd said right let's have a soprano sectional or an alto sectional or a bass sectional and it's just a chance for us all just to you know sit in our homes and just have me periodically methodically go through the notes etc so there is possibly a place for it on the odd occasion but actually at the time of recording this podcast pam um, this week at rehearsals um, we're in march of 2021 um is that they you know they have allow they are allowing us restrictions have ease and the, and from you know from now basically moving forward they are allowing choirs to return to in-person rehearsal singing from 
um, April, which is very, very exciting. Um, and uh, I will be talking about this at tonight's rehearsal, actually. Um, so, so you know, there is hope. And then hopefully September, then there'll be a, a, song, a long summer break. And then September, hopefully, um, we can kind of put all of this Zoom stuff behind us and we can try to return to some semblance of what it was, you know, before um, COVID, basically, with hopefully no more break, you know, lockdowns, no more having to stop halfway through and all that kind of thing. And just, um, you know, rebuild our beautiful choir community, really, of which you are, you know, one of our wonderful, epic, lovely, beautiful humans that sing in it. <laughs> Thank you so much. That is so good to hear. I will just ask you, though, a quick question. Tell us a little bit about your family. I think people will be good to know a little bit about your family because you've got kids, haven't you, as well? Uh, yes, I did. Uh, uh, yes, I do. Andrew, my husband and I, we have two lovely children. Um, uh, our oldest is Adam, who is extremely musically inclined. He actually has uh, perfect uh, pitch and is a musician. He's uh, a carpenter by trade, but he has always been extremely artistic in all areas. Um, uh, and he gets that probably from my mom as well as uh, his other grandma, um, his dad's mom, uh, his dad's mom. Yeah. So he's very musical, which is wonderful. And then we have our daughter, Amelia, who is, uh, she also took flute and is very talented uh, as far as um, enjoying, enjoying music, but she's a teacher and she is amazing uh, as a teacher. My mom was a teacher and I'll tell you, uh, Amelia's is good, if not better than any teacher I've ever met. So yes, we have a carpenter who is an avid musician and a daughter who is a wonderful teacher. Um, and my husband and I are both retired. Uh, he's actually from your stomping grounds. He's from England as a child. He came over here and I am a native Albertan. I was born in Calgary actually, so I'm a native Calgarian. My mom was born in Calgary. My grandparents on her side were native Albertans. My grandmother was born in Airdrie and my grandfather in um, Carstairs. And so from there, we're well entrenched into this area of the world. And um, I have uh, three sisters who are very musical, love them to death. And uh, yeah, that's a little bit about my family. You know, with your kids and everything being so musical. So uh, really, it's uh, it, despite what you were saying earlier on the podcast about when you were growing up that you felt your singing was not of a good standard. Um, I actually think that it was always in you. It was always music was always in you. Um, and it was only a matter of time until you became the fully fledged choir singer that you have become. So it's of no surprise to me. But I want to say a huge thank you so much for your time today. And uh, it's been a real joy and a pleasure to speak with you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It was my pleasure. Thank you very much for asking me. And uh, like I said, I think anybody in Cool Choir can benefit just not from singing, but also having fun on this podcast. I was nervous about doing it and you made it wonderfully comfortable and perfect. So thank you very much for asking me. <laughs> thank you, Pam. And look out because we have many more experiences in the choir to come. I can't wait. Me neither. Thanks, Jamie. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to Cool Chats today. We look forward to welcoming you back soon for our next episode, profiling the lives of our beautiful Cool Choir community across Calgary, Alberta, Canada. 
Until then, sing loud and proud, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>